let's link up with Krista on The Fix. She's a wellness coach with a focus on mental well-being and physical strength. guys, Coach Krista here, and you're tuning into episode 16 of The Fix, where I had the pleasure of linking up with today's guest, Brian Bea. Brian and I recorded this interview a few months back, I want to say around early January, and as you'll hear from our conversation, he's been quite busy over the course of the last year building out his latest business venture that is now officially live. It's a fitness and nutrition programming app called Train SB, or stepbrothers. Before I kick it over to Brian to share the origin story in his own words, I wanted to fill everybody in on a few of those features that are now available through the stepbrothers programming because we kind of talked about it at a high level detail since at the time of the recording everything was still a little bit under wraps until the official launch in February. So if you're interested in becoming a Train SB user, what can you get? Train SB users have access to at-home and gym-based workouts, personalized meal planning, a supportive online community, and 24-7 support from Brian and his business partner, aka his stepbrother Calvin, who answer your questions on things like, hey, I need a different exercise because I don't have access to this equipment or that movement doesn't feel comfortable for me, or maybe you just need a different meal idea for an ingredient swap or something. And they also have access to lots of bonus educational content that's going to help you achieve the best version of you. As many of my fixed clients know, I'm all about education when it comes to understanding nutrition. And while there are so many different options out there to choose from, I was particularly excited to connect with Brian and invite him to join us on The Fix because I knew from his social media content alone that this guy really focuses on quality and he likes to have fun while doing it. As you'll learn from Brian, the idea for Step Brothers really just started in Google Hangouts over virtual Zoom workouts and the like. And you know, while that idea itself isn't necessarily new, what I think is so cool about the Step Brothers as a brand is that their tone and voice, coming from a trainer myself and somebody who's trying to market themselves in the what is commonly referred to as a saturated industry, it's seriously refreshing. In doing research, just recording this little intro for the episode, I got lost on YouTube for a good 20 minutes because these two are seriously funny, and I guarantee you'll laugh at least once throughout the episode. So now that we've had Brian on the fix, I think this should be a call out to invite Calvin to join us for the next conversation. At a time when we all needed a little fun to be kind of reinfected and reignited into the fitness scene just to keep us going through 2020, Brian and Calvin definitely stepped up to the plate and they certainly deliver with their new app. But there's a lot more to Brian than Brian the trainer. Before we press record, I asked him, "What? hey, what's your title? You know, something that I always ask people just to kind of guarantee that I introduce them correctly before I turn the mic over to them. And I was like, are you a trainer? Are you an entrepreneur? Are you a content creator, comedian? As you'll hear, he wears a lot of different hats. One of his other major major business ventures happens to be a production company called Bread. So his response to all that, just call me the human guy. And of course, when he said that, I laughed for a few seconds. And while that's certainly a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek sort of joke, 
I have had some time to reflect on that since, and I think it brings up a really interesting point that I kind of want you guys to think about today. Brian has no idea what I'm about to say, so I will preface this with the fact that this is entirely my take, but I think this quote-unquote title of being the human guy or the guy really underscores the fact that we're all human beings. We're not perfect. And I think often as fitness coaches, we're expected to always have it all together at all times that our nutrition is dialed in, our fitness programming is dialed in. And truthfully, if there's anything we've learned in the past year for so many of us, that's just definitely not the reality. And as Brian told me directly, and you'll even hear this and see this in some of the marketing content for Train Step Brothers, the work that Brian did alongside of his partner to build this thing throughout COVID was just as much needed to lift his own spirit and get him out of his own funk when gyms were completely shut down in New York City and the fitness industry just really took on a new shape. I love that. And I really respect the honesty, the authenticity, and the total transparency of that mindset. I hope you guys enjoy the conversation as much as I did. And if you want to put a little fun back into your own workout routine, go check these guys out. With that, let's welcome Brian, human guy, to the Fix Podcast. What do you What do you got going on? Why should we care about you? Uh, you know, I wouldn't say that uh, anyone necessarily has to care about me, but uh, since we are doing a podcast, I would hope someone would listen. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of things going on in my life, a lot of great things. Um, I really started with fitness um, and I still you know, pride myself as a really good coach in the New York City region. Um, I still have a, a good book of clients here in the city, even amidst COVID. Um, but, you know, during this time and over the past few years, uh, I've launched a couple new businesses, uh, one of them being with my stepbrother, Calvin. Uh, we run what is more of uh, a content virtual based uh, fitness business and uh, a little more community oriented here in the city and across uh, the U.S. Um, and I also have a production company in which I run with one of my partners, Kyle Manning, um, called Bread Productions, where we make content for businesses. That's awesome. And with Bread, do you focus mostly on the wellness world or do you not discriminate in terms of industry? Uh, I'm definitely not discriminatory in any way, I promise. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I started it myself kind of like in 2016 when I got a camera. Mm -hmm. um, and I had one of my good friends who was living with me who was really into fashion. Cool. Um, so I'd be like, yo, let me go practice my skills. Take some take shots some of your fits. Okay. We'll post them on Instagram. You'll get mad likes. Everyone thinks you're attractive. It was good. <laughs> um, and it worked. And I just kept like harnessing skill. And obviously, given my network in the city and fitness, um, I just started reaching out to people and being like, hey, let me do some work for you. Um, you know, reinvested in the skill, bought better equipment. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, now as I work with Kyle, I met Kyle, I think a couple of years ago, super talented young kid. He's hungry and you know, we formulated the business where we really started working with people in the industry just because they're in our network. Everyone's trying to scale their business right now and they need content. Um, but we've done other things in terms of uh, real estate, um, trying to think, well, real estate, fashion, mm -hmm. fitness, um, and really think anything of the sort uh, cool. that, that anyone has a business for. That's awesome. And have you seen more of an increase or uptick with COVID in that business? Because I think 
to potentially some people's surprise, like a lot of companies, because they had to be adaptable and maybe they didn't exist in like a digital way to the extent that they had to because of quarantining and lockdown. Like, have you guys seen any increase in your business because of that? Yeah. I mean, literally once we really started pushing it in, I mean, maybe I think it was August, actually it was Mm -hmm. August when when Kyle came back to New York. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we were just reaching out to anyone who may have needed it. And that was the name of the game. It was, I have to get on the screens and I got to, I got to make some, you know, digestible content for people to understand what professional looking. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Well, good for you. Well, you know, my next question is going to be before we get into the details of the episode, are you a coffee drinker? If you're not, I won't judge, but I feel like you probably are. And what is your go-to coffee order? Do you have a favorite coffee like shop in the city? Cause I know a lot of them. So let's hear it. Wow. So actually that that's my thing is I, I do drink coffee almost every morning. Okay. I used to do you make it, it at home first thing in the morning. Well, it depends. It depends on how okay. I'm feeling. Um, sometimes I got a little four sigmatic. They send me some stuff. Love four it. sigmatic is legit. It's um, really good. Yeah. And I, I like that, but it's tough to say my favorite. So I live in the West village okay. and if you're in my area, then Blackstone coffee roasters is like, the go-to. It's good. yeah, it's good. It's like, it's everyone that's like, yo, the West village people, they're getting their coffee there. It's delicious. Love those guys. Um, blue bottle. Blue bottles. Good. But then like uh, Gregory's, you know, that used to be Gregory's you know, is a classic in my heart. It was yeah. close by. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the thing. I don't have any real emotional ties to these okay. places. So I would ask, I would have to say uh, number one cup is blue bottle. All right, cool. Well, now that we got on past the coffee trend, let's talk about the, the real, the real stuff here, even though coffee is important. Um, tell me sure. about stepbrothers. First of all, I was like, I was going to make a stepbrothers joke, but then I figured you probably get that all the time. So I wanted to be more original. So where the heck did the name come from and what's the impetus behind the brand? So first of all, I'll say, uh, we have, we don't actually get stepbrothers joke. Damn, never, I never, never once people be like, it. Oh, it's like, you know, people say like, should you name it stepbrothers? Cause of the movie, I'm just like, well, our whole thing, I mean, the truest thing we could have did the brand has been like, yeah, we're stepbrothers. So yeah. <laughs> stepbrothers, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we're painting the picture right. as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but funny story, actually, I, I had never watched stepbrothers no way. until last year. And I used to always get shit for it. And then I just made it a thing where I was like, I'm just going to be the guy who never watches stepbrothers. <laughs> Cause everyone asked me, like, it's like they would, their head would explode and be like, yeah. what are you serious? So I watched it last year. Great movie, of course, but like quality people, film. Go, people go nuts for it. But uh, anyway, me and Cuddy uh, have been really close um, since about 2013 when we started training together. Um, but we've wanted to collaborate on this level for a bit. And COVID-19 actually pushed us in that position where we had the extra it. time to think mm-hmm. things out um, and, you know, be pushed in that direction. So um you know, the, the original, you know, idea is to obviously collaborate with content. Um, we both really like to, you know, do a little bit of, you know, acting, skit work. We're both knowledgeable coaches um, and we, you know, love people. We love to be able to build a community, uh, sure. with, you know, people that have the same mission. So, um, you know, we started doing that in you know, quarantine months and mm-hmm. the, really the goal was to just keep putting out content. Uh, that was informational, uh, that was funny and, uh, you know, got people, you know, to be on the same page during sure. a tough time. Yeah. So, 
yeah, really now we got a bunch of things that we're working on for the end of Q1. We're really excited. We have an app we're finishing up, uh, campaigns in the works. Cool. And we're really going to make this this year pop uh, from a virtual standpoint and, you know, see what we can really do on the ground Mm -hmm. uh, to help get some community events together. Do you agree that like the future of fitness studios that will be successful are the ones who have that hybrid offering and how do you think they should be going about doing it if they want to be a mainstay versus like, look, like I personally think that big box gyms are kind of dead in the water. Um, well, Obviously, to, to answer your question, do I think it's going to be the, the, the main digit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think throughout all of this, uh, in the way I've at least viewed fitness in the city is because sure. it's actually it's, yeah. it's really hard for a lot of gyms to make money in the right. city right. unless of you're course. an absolute powerhouse. Yeah. Um, so in terms of the city, it's like you, you need to find multiple streams of revenue that mm-hmm. are completely separate from people just coming in and training and memberships. Right, right. So now uh, we've made people more aware of how to, you know, build online communities, how to, um, you know, have uh, continuity between an app and your gym. So like, yeah, everybody should have that as a gym, mm-hmm. you should have that set up. If somebody, right. now if somebody comes in, you got to be able to have the option. For yeah. Maybe if like, you can't uh, sell it to them, version. it's going to be their first question. If you can't sell that to them, the minute they walk in the door, like you're not going to get their business. Yeah. I mean, it gives them more options now, of course, now whether people are more remote or, or not. Um, but, you know, it, it gives you also just the t- it's helping you build an online platform for your brand without it being just like an Instagram or something. But it's another home for people to be there spending money, buying merch, uh, or just continuing to invest in, in, in the things that you offer because they care about your brand. Um, so I think just to capitalize all about, about all those other opportunities for revenue for your brand via the fucking phone is just is what all gyms mm-hmm. should be doing. For sure. Um, I just like notice, um, I think it was Ian Smith, the one in Jersey who yeah, just kept defying all the COVID yeah, laws. He's, he's the man. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the thing was that, you know, that's for, for him, that's definitely their only stream of revenue. They probably have some totally. t-shirts and shit as yeah. well. Um, Actually, you know, it's interesting you bring him up with the t-shirts because I was looking at his Instagram the other day. He's like crushed revenue and he even said it. Um, for these like support, support, like gym reopening type t-shirts and they're like, you know, American flag type shit. Um, mm-hmm. I think like I saw like him like pan around the room to this like area of their gym that's just like covered in shirts and merch that people ordered. And I'm sure that like he never would have thought that he was going to go that direction because he is like the classic box gym that I'm sitting here saying, like, I don't know if that's going to make it. Yeah. Well, that's exactly Again, that's how you, that's how he capitalized. You got a mm-hmm. quick audience and now merch. There you go. Your brand is growing from there. Yep. And now think about these people. What, what else do these people need that you can contribute? Is it, uh, is it, is it online nutrition? Is it yep. maybe you want to start white labeling your own supplements for these mm-hmm. people? It's like, well, there you go. Now you have four to five new streams of income. So when, if your gym does close totally. and something more infectious that kills half of us comes in and the gym's not going to open, well, now you got more money you can make yeah, online. There you go. But it's now so we have true. another disease, right. which it's would suck. Let's not that. have that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, let's leave that part out of the story. And I know we talked about bread in the context 
context of like with bread productions is you just like kind of having a hobby with your camera and then it became a situation where you could really blow it up via COVID and people needing more content but like four years ago when you first picked up that camera did you ever expect it to evolve and what it's turning into now and to that same end like do you enjoy that a little more than some of the other work you've done um I wouldn't say I would enjoy I'm very passionate about these things so like mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I enjoy one over the other they both okay. have their pros but yeah I mean I, I would have never imagined that you know I would be doing what I, I was doing now with it and absolutely not but I think that's the that's the whole that's the good part about it is that when you're really immersed in something, you're just trying to get your skills up. You're just trying to improve. You're trying to just obviously be a good collaborator in, in business. So like, if you just stick with those principles, good right. things are going to happen. You'll be around the right people that are on the same wavelength. So that's really what's brought me here. And, you know, with that sure. knowledge and that experience, I can be a lot more like calm and uh, just more, uh, you know, just have less anxiety about the future and what I could imagine myself to be in five years from now. Sure. Um, you know, just want to be doing great things. So totally. No, that makes a lot of sense. And as much as you can share, and I feel like you're like, we got to keep it under wraps because we're about to market and launch this whole thing and run your campaign. Talk to me about your experience and process of taking Step Brothers from what it was at the very beginning of COVID and just like creating content. And I don't know if anybody has ever like made this comparison or suggested it to you, but like, I feel like you and Calvin give me like some Sean Booth kind of vibes with like, he, have you ever watched what he does on his Instagram? Sean he, Booth. Okay. So Sean he was Booth. on The Bachelorette, I think. Yeah. Or The Bachelor, one of those. And now uh -huh. he runs a gym in Nashville. It's called Booth Camp really cool gym. You should check it out. But he does these hilarious Instagram videos. He's been doing this like way before COVID. Um, when he does announcements in his gym, he dresses up like Anchorman and has a set and he posts them on Insta. And like, that's how they talk about everything. So it's like kind of that funny, like lighthearted vibe. Um, but tell me how you made this transformation from just being like, let's produce some content and make people feel a little bit happier to now let's create an app and what has it been like for you creating an app because for people who don't know creating a app an app is really hard can be really hard and can also be like a huge like money pit so what has that been like for you guys um well it, it started obviously uh, the end of march where we were just starting to make the content come up mm -hmm. with the ideas um and then it was one morning it was in april where i woke up i was staying upstate we were in our towns about 10 minutes apart from each other yeah um and i was just like just disgusted and like that's just kind of how my brain works like there was this period of like everyone's gonna feel bad about you know uh they're gonna feel bad for themselves we're all you know drinking more we're eating more no one's motivated there was that really bad period of time oh yeah dude. Which i was also involved in i was working on stuff so it, that was the biggest thing that like I, I just woke up one morning and i was just like you know like all right like that that's enough and i was like and i know people <laughs> I, people need uh, to be pushed out of this rut and like that's what I'm here for like I'm always going to be the hardest worker in the room uh, and I'm always going to be able to do as much as I can to provide so like it's up to me if I want to make it better around me so that's what I'm going to do and I told him I was like let's just you know we'll figure this out we'll figure out what um, you know um, which software we're going to use I mean we just used Google Drive uh, and some other things yeah. but we, we're just going to figure simple. out how we can make this work. Let's, you know, we're coaches. Let's just mm -hmm. make the blueprint um, and let's market it out. And, you know, I made even a video that day about like how let's, you know, get out of this rut. People were like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, yeah, 
because we can't, you know, sulk like this forever. Right. And um, I think at the so, time, don't you think people thought this was going to be like super temporary and then three months turned into six months. And then in like the summer, everyone was like, there's no way this is going to be the situation in the winter. And now look where we are. Exactly. Yeah. So you ne- you can never, you never have the idea of what the future is going to hold. So just right. you know, keep doing the most that you can, mm-hmm. you know, you just can't sulk for too long. And it's, you know, it's obviously yeah. been tragic in many other ways, but of course, um, you know, we, we, we just continue to harness uh, what we had in, in our skills together. We, we coached, uh, we kept doing it. We kept marketing it, getting more members, um, making skits. And we were just putting out like easy, like, you know, grocery ideas. Yeah. Um, but we did it throughout the whole year. We ended up actually ending with like hundred total members. That's awesome. Um, so we're like legit, you know, we, we could provide it. We could make a little money for ourselves as well to reinvest back in the biz. Um, and now, um, you know, I won't release too much about yeah, the app, we got, but, we gotta um, we gotta keep a little under the cuff but like give me yeah you know, get us excited about it brian well yeah I, i'm hyped i mean we're, we're working with uh an agency we're working with modus athletica nice. um and we are working with them um to piece together this app it is just like super functional and that's okay. just like the biggest thing that obviously you can't do with the google drive we yeah. that was our biggest if only we could get be that simple yeah <laughs> Yeah, free Google Drive, 15 gigs of storage. Right. Uh, but <laughs> we, 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 we just needed, I knew it the whole time. It's like, we just got to make it as functional as possible. And now we have a cool ass product. Uh, it's very functional. You're going to be able to have nutrition. You're going to have so many different levels uh, of fitness, uh, nice. you know, for the person um, that, you know, wants to go super hard in the gym or the person that, you know, wants to do little things throughout the day. Okay. Um, we, we're going to have all of that. Um, and amazing. right now we're just finishing up the campaign. We're looking at being able to drop it, um, the middle of quarter one. Cool. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Like the whole process, the, I just love like the creative process of it, just working through things and learning how to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting to me just cause I love to do it. Um, but I think this is really going to hit the nail on the head. Um, and it's going to be effective and, and it's what people need right now. So, you know, we just got to stay strong keep putting out good stuff. Totally. Now, what can we expect in terms of like, you know, just kind of run me through like the typical content will just be like accessible workout videos that you can do with or without equipment and like a program that someone can follow for both workouts, depending on their fitness level and then nutrition. Is there any sort of like, talk to me more about the community aspect of what you provide and like that, is there a team environment? Like, what does that look like? Right. So it is super, super useful in terms of like a person that is this lifestyle, this weight Mm -hmm. wants to do this. You'll have, there's drop downs. Awesome. There's drop downs, drop cool. down menus for all of those different pieces um, that'll be able to fit, you know, your needs. Um, and then for the community aspect, we do have a couple things in line. Like we've always, we've done the text message marketing. We're still, we still have our text uh, um, line that you can text. I believe it's seven one four four one. You text uh, Step Bros, and you will get text updates from us. Um, we'll update you on special deals, merch, if you're in the city, what Sweet. we're doing in the city. Nice. Um, so we like people, people, uh, in, in, uh, in the involved loop. with that. Um, but yes, there'll be some challenges. We're going to be collaborating with, uh, some cool people this year, uh, that we're going to be doing some challenges with awesome uh, that you can opt into. Um, and the, what they'll be for, like, kind of like a guest type trainer for like a six week period, like things like that. 
Uh, not no trainers, but okay. just public figures okay, that cool. we'll we'll be pairing up with um, and making. We'll be kind of like doing the challenge in tandem and, with you. Exactly. Okay, exactly. Cool. Nice. We'll make it more of like a you know more of a show, and you mm -hmm. can enter in, and cool. you'll win a prize for awesome. some of the people that do the do the best. So. That's very cool. I love it. I think that yeah. you know I ask about that piece because I think to the point that we made earlier about creating a sense of community, whether that's in person or online and people wanting experiences, everybody just wants to feel like they belong to something. Right. And especially because I think being in a lockdown or quarantine or isolation situation has only magnified that even more like human beings were not designed to be alone. So I think that the companies that can capitalize on that in terms of like weaving that into their mission statement, their brand and their brand story will stick out so much more than some others who are trying to do that a little bit differently. Right. Yeah. Need osmosis. Mm -hmm. How can we make osmosis happen without osmosis? Yeah. You know, it's not it's good. True. It's so, so true. So tell me a little bit more about regardless of COVID, because I know we talked about, you know, that how Step Brothers like really grew in that capacity and same with Bread Productions. Um, you mentioned when we, before we started hit that record button, we talked about, you know, you were a trainer at Equinox for a little bit, um, you know, dabbled in initially what you thought would be a dietetics degree and then took it a different way. But what was the process for you going from you know, like literally just your traditional one-on-one -on -one personal trainer in a box gym like that one to what you're doing today with multiple businesses and brands? Well, I was coming up on finishing my fourth year at Equinox, mm -hmm. um, getting to the age, I think it was only like 26, Yeah. but getting to the point where I was just like, why am I going to continue? I mean, why am I going to continue with a commercial gym if I'm self-sufficient? Sure. Um, on my own, because that's the level that most people come to unless right. they go through the corporate ladder there or mm -hmm. they change uh, uh, whatever uh, professions. Right. Uh, but I, I knew that I wanted to get out and I had to talk with all my clients. Um, and obviously the way the city works, there's tons of independent gyms throughout the city that you can decide where you want to go if it's nice yeah. and you go there. Um, so everyone was on board. Um, but you know, I knew I wanted to do it. it it's some, it was, it's like a little, you know, nerve wracking in the beginning because you're just like, oh my God, the, the lead system, the, um, you know, how, exactly, people think, how am I going to get clients? Um, yeah. You know, they get really comfortable in the Equinox environment. Sure. Um, so it's more controlled. I just needed to continue. Yeah. I need to continue to just like, uh, you know, expose myself to what was outside of that and what people do and what it's like to have your personal brand. Um, so I went and, uh, this, this guy, Jay, Jay Ferugia, you know, he, he, he's been a guy I followed for the longest time. Uh, he was someone I paid attention to when I came up in the ranks and he just happened to be doing a retreat in Santa Monica, um, you know, in, in October of that year. And I'm just like, I think it was like 1800 bones. And I was like, I called up one of my mentors at the time and I was like, this is worth it. Right. He was like, yep. Bye. Bought it. Went there amazing experience what they were doing with the renegade experience or the you know the renegade um uh what does it say retreats were amazing uh the people i met amazing um and you were talking about bachelorette just now who i met when i was there was ben smith from this past season actually yeah so um, yep i know ben and <laughs> we we met we've been friends uh you know since then sure. talked to each other talked to each other about growing our businesses throughout the, the whole nice. period of time so 
it was invaluable. It was just amazing experience, but that was just part of the process. And that was another part of the process and just understanding like how you need to keep relationships with people and understand how to collaborate and just continue to, you know, give. Um, so that was great. I came back with an, you know, a totally enhanced mindset and I was just like, let's get it. Um, so once I made the transition out, you know, I trained, my business was insane that year. Uh, and you know, I trained a ton. I made a lot of money. Uh, it was very successful. And that was the one year that was a one calendar year, uh, before obviously this year, COVID. Um, so you know, the biggest thing was just taking the jump and being confident that I was going to be okay um, without, you know, these managers and this, that, and the totally. other thing um, and the structure of the corporate world. Um, and, and then once you, but the thing is, once you take that leap, it's just your, your life and your sphere of influence just changes in a way where people that are training with you and people around you, they'll, they respect the fact that you're doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. And like, there's new support, there's new opportunities, there's, hey, you should do this with this person um, because you're not tied to that bigger brand. You have Uh, so much more flexibility and control over your brand. I think it's it's so true. It's like you're not tethered to anything and you have such control over your own brand that you start aligning yourself with people who want to help. And I think like I have had so much more of appreciation for not having that like scarcity mindset. And I'm not afraid to reach out to a random person now because of those influences that I've had in my life. And I mean, for you, like, wouldn't you agree? That's really how you've been able to grow your business since like, just like having no shame and being like, Hey, what's up? Like, I think we could collaborate together sometime, reach out, like, let's, let's talk for five minutes. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It is what it is. Yeah. And, and that's it. You, you do it without really, you know, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like what we call like the upward spiral, you find yourself in this upward spiral of opportunities. And once they start, it kind of just, you know, manifests from there. Right. Right. And do you still, I know you, you briefly mentioned, and I don't even know if you were recording at this point, like you have some training clients, like how much are you still doing one-on-one coaching? And as you see your career beginning to evolve, especially with like launching an app and everything, is that something you'll still always continue to do because you love it? Or do you think eventually you'll get away from it completely? Uh, right now I'm doing like the perfect amount of in-person coaching. Um, you know, before when it was la- last year, I was yeah. doing like eight or nine sessions a day, which is it's full, a lot full days. Which yeah. is, it's a lot of sessions. And it's like, uh, you know, you, you had some clients that were a pain in the ass and you have, you mm-hmm. know, it's just reality. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of these people, I told them that like, on a re- regular basis. <laughs> uh, but um, right now I'm training everyone that I love and yeah it's the perfect right now. It's like the perfect scenario. If I could, if I could train the clients that I love, there's some that are doing it because they want to lose a lot of weight. There are some that are doing it for general health. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everyone has different goals. Uh, but these are people I really, you know, these are people I have relationships sure. with for the past six years. Yeah. Um, so if I can continue to train the small group of people that I really like, mm-hmm. um, and be able to work on the other businesses in the process, that's ideal for me. Totally. I think that's a really important point for anybody. If someone listening to this is a fitness professional and trying to navigate that, because I think like 
you become so conditioned to think that the only way to make the money is to do exactly what you previously described of like nine clients a day, back to back to back, maybe eat for like two minutes. And then like, you got to go do your workout and then you got to go do this other thing. Chances are you had no time to work on something like stepbrothers when you were keeping that schedule. And then it becomes a situation of like, do I really want to keep doing this and how sustainable is it really? Right. Um, I mean, that's why I like got so into nutrition coaching. And then with that, I think too, it begs the question of like, what advice would you give someone if there was a trainer out there who was similar to yourself, was either forced to leave a box gym because of COVID or is just like tired of being in that environment and truly just burnt out. What, what advice do you kind of give them about like pricing? I think it's just, obviously it's relative to the market. Mm -hmm. Like I trained at Equinox it was a high ticket price regardless. Right. Yeah. Uh, so obviously my value is only going to increase if I leave, leave Equinox mm-hmm. uh, because I have more time to invest in myself, and my own sure. brand and the way I do things for them, uh, which, right. you know, I, I can say I can do more for them. But then that goes into like, are you good at branding your content? Are you good at packaging your message? So to then kind of segue into bread for you, um, how important has it been for you Like, did you pick up the camera with the idea of knowing that like you needed to be in control of your content and you felt like, okay, this is a way I could potentially like save some money and be a little bit of a jack of all trades because I don't have to go out there and hire like a bunch of photographers and videographers to get my Instagram up to the level that I want it to be. Yeah. I knew it was just going to be a skill that was just going to work for me in a lot of different, um, a lot of different ways. And it has proved to be exactly that, you know, it's just. It's something that was I was really glad that I got interested in because I'm I'm definitely more of an artsy guy. I liked art and design and creative directing, and it ended up just being another piece of uh, piece of the you know pie. So. For sure, yeah. No, I think that's also the big thing of like somebody making the jump to going from working in the corporate environment to then doing it on their own. Like the things that they don't realize are like using Canva and doing QuickBooks and like all the other pieces to actually running the business. Like you can't just go into it being like, yeah, I'm just going to train. Like I had the following at this gym. So like, they're just going to automatically follow me. Well, you got to set up like your software and you need to know how to. Right. It's a lot. And even it's crazy. It's like the the more you learn, like being in also in the content business is just, Mm -hmm. just people have no concept of what this type of stuff costs. Right. And how Um, much, because they don't understand how much time it takes, Brian, because they don't do themselves. They don't buy the equipment, which is insanely expensive, but more importantly, like my friends who look at my Instagram and know how much time it takes for me to schedule posts, put them out, like write the caption it's because they've tried to do it before there's other people who think it's like literally like magic yeah yeah and it's sometimes when you talk to people about what the services are and when the dogs are need their food in the background uh but uh i think uh this is this here's the biggest thing that this is overall like the biggest thing that i try to explain to people is like before if you had a business or whatever you had and we had the tv or internet ads yeah. like you had to get big bucks with the big network to get the commercial it, it was just much different totally. like that's how you got yourself out there and marketed mm-hmm. just because now we have instagram and all these other free mediums uh that doesn't change the process of creating advertisements like that doesn't mean that now Not at like all. good but, point but then it's then it's like what's the point so you want to hire us for content but you want to pay us 
50 bucks. Like, like, then what's the point of this content? Are you really investing in a campaign? Are you Mm -hmm. putting together a whole plan to how you're going to sell it? Like people just want to look good. But like, if you invest in our company and say that you want to like do a whole project where we're going to plan, like what you're going to sell, how we're going to market it, how we're going to make the videos, like that's what you spend money on for content. So like, Mm -hmm. it's not that it's not the finished product alone. It's, yeah. it's everything that you're getting in the creative process because like, it's almost like saying like, oh, fine, like go try to do it by yourself. But then you're only going to do like literally like a third of the job because if in your head, yeah. it's like just the, the post itself, like you missed, you kind of missed the point, right? I'm saying just content in general. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like people that the, the people that want to hire people for content yeah. don't understand the price. It's like, then what, like you post your content because you're trying to grow your brand. You're trying to, you're going to put a podcast out Mm -hmm. and then you're going to go to this link to do this. There's a home for everything. Totally. But then there's people that just want to get photos and videos and with no actual direction for their business. Mm -hmm. And they think that doing this stuff shouldn't cost so much. Well, you don't, you're not, you're not even trying to make content to build a company or a business. You're just doing it for pictures. I'm saying when there, when it was TV, when you can only market through TV and internet, like before social media, you had to pay to get that space on the TV. Right. Like think about what people paid for, uh, commercials for the Super Bowl. like insane. Yeah. Like that's impact. Like you needed to pay for the impact. Now it's just like all spread it all over the place. The barrier to entry is like nothing. Yeah. You got to plan it out. It's worth Mm -hmm. the money. It is. It's so true. It's like, I think that's also the differentiator of like when people wonder why forget like the whole game of buying followers and all that shit that's happening Uh, on Instagram. It's pointless. pointless. It's completely pointless because if your engagement sucks, like your engagement is going to suck if you, if you purchase. And so leaving that aside, like, I think it's like a combination of the barrier to entry being really low and that anyone can like download Instagram. But then it's like, if you're sitting there being like, Oh, I'm producing all this really good content that doesn't have any direction. And you're wonder what you're wondering why you're not blowing up. It's because you don't have any direction, like with what you're doing it for. Like, Oh, you know why you're doing it. Right. Like save, save, save the, Oh, I want to take some pictures, like go to OnlyFans and do whatever you want. Right. 999. (laughs) You can get it that way. But you know, if you're a fit, if you want to sell your you know, your, your fitness and you just want some ab pictures and you don't want to pay yeah. for them. It's just like, yo, set up yourself an app where you can, you know, mm-hmm. or make nutrition plans and be like, right. It was worth, you know, $500 for this photo shoot of my abs, because now I got a link to give people to pay for my nutrition. Right. I'm, I used to do pictures for uh, strongman competitions. Okay. And I remember yeah. I take pictures. I would sell the proofs for $20. And I have people like, $20 for a photo. Yeah. $20. That's dirt cheap. It's and then so a year cheap. Later, I'm one like, of the my eyes are bugging about the price. It was a year <laughs> later. One of the girls that complained about the price had the picture that I took of her as a little promotional advertisement. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to think of the money that you're making off the picture. Right. Like we're not just doing this just to have the pictures. Yes. Obviously some, if it's a, if you're a hobbyist, but uh, for business, <laughs> it's like, that's why it costs money. It's an investment. Right. 
So. so true. I think that's such a great point. I think people, I think you certainly have more of an appreciation of that because you have taken it to the next level and then launched an entirely separate business and brand with that in mind. And I think people need more people like you because the other piece of it is like, there can be lots of photographers out there who might be really good at just literally making a picture and taking the photo, but they can't carry you to the next step. Like I feel very fortunate that I have a photographer who is not only incredible at lifestyle shoots, she like understands what I'm then going to do with it. And even like the web designer that I have, like I said to her last week, I was like, I think you should stop marketing yourself as a web designer because you're like a brand strategist. Like she designed my website, but then she worked with me to build my, like, and I'm still working on this, but like a products I love page. Um, we added a portal, like to a link to a type form where all of my clients can go and do their check-ins. And like, then she connected me with the person who's going to help me with my SEO. Like she offers so much more than just like making these pretty web pages. And those are the people who I think will ultimately in like the content world become super successful. And then you're, you just have a leg up on that because you also understand fitness. So if people come to you, then you can like really double down and be like, well, look at what I've created. And like, I can show you exactly how to execute that. Right. I think that's why we're seeing like the Amanda Bucci world becoming these like business development coaches. Right. Um, you know, because I, I have the skill to do the production, but I think, you know, the biggest thing about a production, you know, if you want to make a successful production company, uh, you got to know what they're trying to do and you can create the whole, the, the whole process of like, uh, you know, what moves you're going to do or, you know, what, what, uh, exactly like what yeah. exercise you're going to do. Right. Like, you know, like how, how to capture them correctly. The business plan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. Marble, like a marble mouth. Over you're good. Here. Well, on that note, mm-hmm. I want to be respectful of your time. And I always wrap up all of my shows with a little lightning round. So I'm just oh, going to like fire away with a couple questions, usually based on whatever we've talked about, <laughs> put you on the spot. If any of them are really intriguing to you and you want to expand on the point, feel free to go for it. Uh, but I'll ask you like four more questions and then we'll have you do your shameless plug so we can find out where to find you. Sound like do a it. plan. All right, here we go. Let's see. What is your favorite exercise? Like if you could only do one for the rest of your life, what would it be? Deadlift. Deadlift Love every it. day. Perfect yeah. answer. Um, yeah. What's your least favorite exercise? Squatting. What you got to do what you don't <laughs> like? You hate to squat? Squatting. Okay. Okay. Feels so you're more, what, are you an upper body guy? Uh, no, no. I love back. I love to deadlift. Uh, it's just based on my mechanics. My squat just always feels terrible. I need to have like heels lifted all the right gear to get in the right position. Yeah. Yeah. I literally just had another podcast with a fit pro before this. And I asked a similar question. Deadlift was her favorite. And then I asked what she hated and she was like Bulgarian split squats. And I was like, same. I hate anything. That's like a lunge. It just like, I don't like it. I'll do it because I know I got to do it, but it's hard. hundred yeah. percent. Um, what's your favorite podcast? Do you listen to a lot of podcasts? Oh, industry standard with Barry Katz. Oh, I don't know that one. I'm going to look it up. He's the man. Nice. Best, best podcast. Yeah. Um, what's the best or favorite piece of like production equipment, like camera wise that you've purchased in the last four years since you started bread? Shit. I really dig my, it's crazy, but I like, I got a Sony a 6,500, just like Ooh, a crop nice. sensor mirrorless camera. Okay. I just love that thing on the go, the way it feels, the way it's just like easy run and gun camera. I love it. Love it. 
of all the ventures you're doing this this coming year, like what are between stepbrothers, Brad and everything, what are you most excited about? You got a lot going most on. I'm gonna excited. try to stump you. Listen, I'm one of these yeah. people like I, I just you wake get jazzed up, up about everything. I'm always like super charged up about just what I'm doing in, in my daily processes. Like, I just love to just, uh, I'm very task oriented. I'm always just like, that's how I am. But uh, I'm trying to think, I mean, for me, I just want to say like, I want to be in a, I want to go on vacation in a warm place. Like the next Hell time yeah. I go to Cali, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what I'm one. excited for. I want to go somewhere warm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I like it. And just like get out. So I, I support that hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and what is, if we're listening to this podcast a year from today, where do you hope to be? Like in terms of like your business or maybe physically, since it sounds like you really want to go to California or Mexico. Yeah. Um, but where, where do you hope your businesses will be? Um, I just hope, uh, I hope my businesses are just really at the point where, you know, it's, it's just more uh, fluid. I mean, in business, I guess that's mm -hmm. a terrible word. You know, no, but I know what you really mean. Fluid. But we, we just did mean. a lot of leg. Last year was just a year of leg, leg work. work. Just, yep. oh my God. 100%. Just leg work. And oh, I, I just I feel want to like, yeah, we saw a lot of things come to fruition, but you know, still obviously it takes a ton of work, mm -hmm. but I, I just, I'm excited to see some things really come to fruition sure. for all the leg work that we did. And I'm, right. I, I'm actually going to work hard through the process. Right. It sounds like you, maybe you're not quite there yet, but I know you're chasing this idea, the classic of like, let's work instead of working in the weeds of the business, like let's just work on the business of like the growth of it. And it sounds like, you know, you still have more work to do to get to that point. But I think that's definitely screaming as like a goal of yours to be able to be like, okay, like I hit the pavement, I set the systems up, I got them running, but like now let's see them like actually really go. And I'm sure like for you, like your app will really kind of bring that to light because like you said you were on google drive that's yeah, a huge I mean, transition you just said it exactly it's just like all, all the stuff all the stuff that was done in the beginning i need that to just let's yeah. let's, let's rocket that shit out of here yeah execute well i love yeah. it all right man what's your shameless plug where the hell can we find you i'll link it all down in the show notes but you dropped your texting phone number before so if you can still remember it tell us what it is Oh yeah. If you want to contact Step Brothers, I think it's you text Step Bros to 71441. We'll send you some updates. Perfect. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Brian Bea, B R Y. Or Human Guy. Human Guy is my that is my, my Instagram identity. Um my my tag is B R Y A N B A I A. And then uh, you can find Step Brothers at Step Brothers NYC. Uh, and then Bread Productions at bread.productions. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I so appreciate your time. It was a pleasure chatting with you. And thanks for everyone who listened to this episode. If you found any value with it, the best thing you can do is not even give us a rating. It's just share it with someone else. So spread the word, get the message out there. Um, check out Step Brothers. check out Bread Productions. If you happen to be in the fitness or just in any industry that needs online presence and needs storytelling and branding, this is one of your guys that you can hit up for the, the, that exact need. Hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks.